Today on the Broken Kenya podcast, journalist Makena Njeri has changed her name on Instagram and Twitter from Makena Njeri to Chris Mureivi. Also, Prince Harry has blamed the media for placing undue stress on his wife, Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, leading to her having a miscarriage and suffering suicidal thoughts. Plus, Nick Salat now says he has been targeted for removal as Kanu Secretary General for calling out party chairman Gideon Moy for running down the Independence Party. And uh, finally, Ushago, 10 commandments for every Nairobian headed to the village. All of that and more today on Unbroken Kenya. Now, we're going to start off with this story for Makenangeri, uh, the journalist who has changed her name on Instagram and Twitter from Makenangeri to Chris Mureivi. Yes, Chris Mureivi. Uh, she prefers to be referred to by the pronouns they or them and not she or he, which defines one gender in the heterosexual situation. This comes after uh, the former BBC journalist revealed that she was non-binary uh, back in July. Now, non-binary or gender cure is an umbrella term for gender identities that are not solely male or female. Any identities that are outside the gender binary. And this is what she actually said on her Instagram. I am non-binary, gender non-conforming. I am not he, I am not she, I am they or them. And then she wrote a whole bunch of other things. So to me, it's very sad that this is now finally getting into the Kenyan society because it's quite common in the United States where you're even having a bunch of children who are below 18 telling the parents, oh, you know, I want to be queer. I want to be uh, a they or a he, whatever or a them. It's just, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Especially her being a journalist. Like, why would you use your platform to do that? There's a lot more problems that you should use uh, your title or your platform to address. We're talking about things like GBV, poverty, climate change, corruption, tribalism. But obviously, mainstream media in this country, the leftists especially, would not dare call her out because of fear of losing their jobs. It's a fact. Um, but more than that, and I guess more than that point, Kenyans, no, you know, normal people are tired of their children being exposed to this type of information. Like, seriously speaking, you know, we just want to go about our lives and solve, like, day-to-day -day problems that we're going through. And now, you're having a bunch of people like Chris Mureivi, quote-unquote, who are being given a platform to share all this weird non-African information. You know, Afri information that's actually just very toxic to our children. I really feel so sorry for parents, you know, especially during the holiday season where you know very well that they're gonna, their children are actually going to be exposed to this kind of gibberish information, you know. And I know I'm going to be blamed for being abrasive, aggressive, or whatever. But Najuna Jamna Mimi simply because I'm rejecting these non-African leftist ideas that are just very foreign to us, you know? And it's a fact. I hate the LGBTQ trans agenda with passion. All of it. And I'll use this podcast, Amani Seme, my speech, to express that hatred. And this is the speech that the leftists hate. So don't tell me that this is a hate speech. Just because I'm frankly speaking some things that are worthy of ridicule. You cannot claim to be both a man and a woman. So I'm not even going to bother myself defending my speech at, at this point in time, right? Um, so really, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating that as a country, we are actually uh, heading towards that direction. You cannot be both a guy and a girl. You can't claim both genders. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense. Uh, moving forward, Prince Harry has blamed the media for placing undue stress on his wife, Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, leading to her having a miscarriage and suffering suicidal thoughts. He made uh, the comments in the final episode of the six-part Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary, which aired on Thursday. So the fourth, fifth, and sixth episodes of Harry and Meghan 
cover the pair's challenges since their 2018 wedding, Megan's deteriorating mental health and her 2020 miscarriage, and ultimately the decision to quit as working members of the royal family. So now in the sixth episode, Megan alikuwa discuss vile, uh, you know, that miscarriage in July was because of, you know, stress in her life at that time, including moving into their new home in Santa Barbara, California, issues with her dad, and unrelenting media coverage. So this is what she said. Uh, I was pregnant. I really wasn't sleeping. The first morning that we woke up in our new home is when I miscarried. Hari uh, And I quote, I watched the whole thing. Now, do we absolutely know the miscarriage was created, caused by that? Of course we don't. But bearing in mind the stress that that caused, the lack of sleep, and the timing of the pregnancy, how many weeks in she was, I can say from what I saw, that the miscarriage was caused by what they were trying to do to her. Buckingham Palace, on the other hand, however, release any comment with regards to the documentary. Now, me, I'm just gonna be the first Kenyan who's gonna make a comment on this whole damn thing, yeah? The truth is, Meghan Markle is disliked by <laughs> by these guys from Brito Manzayani. First of all, she keeps on saying, oh, you know, the royal family are kinda racist, British people are racist, da 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 You guys, if you look at Meghan Markle's face, she is the whitest person on earth. You know what I mean? As much as her mom is black, she is super white. She comes off as very narcissistic and controlling, to be honest. In fact, what has really pissed me off is the fact that Harry family is not really going about his duty as a royal, sticking to a woman that's super older than him, you know? CG going for interviews with Oprah Winfrey. Listen, she's unlikable. She's just unlikable as a person. Yeah, and she represents this woke culture. It's disgusting, and I really feel so sorry for her, for Harry. Honestly, if you're a dude, don't you ever have a girl like this. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole woke thing. Oh, you know your family. Oh, your people. Though they're making me suffer. Oh, Lord. Da, 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 da. Let's go stay in another country so we can avoid your toxic people. Fam, don't you ever pick a woman over your family. Don't you ever make that mistake. Yeah, don't you ever go for these woke women who just don't, you know, they're going to spill all your marital problems to the media. It's, it's nasty. And you're seeing a bunch of women who are like Megan coming up even in Kenya. Yeah, so, so stop it. I feel so sorry for Harry. You know, this girl is just so unlikable. And uh, to be quite honest, Harry Maze has just become a bitch. That's just a fact. He's become so soft and it's nasty to look at as a guy. Now, moving forward, a big, big story happening right now in the country is that Nick Salat now says he has been targeted for removal as Kanu Secretary General for calling out party chairman Gideon Moy for running down the Independence Party. Uh, yes, the former Baringo senator has suspended the long-serving Secretary General for alleged misconduct and violation of the party constitution culminating into months of boardroom wars between the two top officials. So there's a letter uh, that shows, uh, you know, how talking about Nick Salat's suspension. Name Andy Kwaivi. This is by Gideon Moe. Anandika, Amandika. You be and hereby suspended forthwith from carrying out and or performing your duties as the party's secretary general pending the disciplinary proceedings. Gideon said the party's national executive council meeting resolved to suspend the SG after several complaints quote-unquote, several complaints on your conduct. I wonder who was complaining. But Sasa Salat may reject your suspension and he says it's illegal and he revealed that he has been targeted for telling off Gideon for running down the party. So he told the star on phone this week Thursday that, in a quote, 
we can't worship an individual at the expense of the party. So he also said that the party's fortunes have been diminishing since Gideon took over the leadership mantle. And uh, let me just quote what he said. Alisema, small parties are coming up winning seats in the presidency. But for us, we are stuck because of an individual. I told him off and that is why he is suspending me. In 2017, we had 11 MPs. Now we have 6. We had 64 MCAs. But now we have 30. We have no governor. And even the few who were elected fought on their own. The party didn't help them. Why are we glorifying him and we are not helping the party? Remember, Kanu is the... Uh, the country's oldest and longest serving ruling party. The party ruled for 24 years when Gideon's father, uh, former president Daniel Moy, was the president and the party boss. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, Kanu is actually really, really going down to be dangerous. And uh, I think, listen, you need individuals in the party who can speak their minds and tell you as a leader for real that you're tripping. You know, you're killing the party. It's losing relevance on the ground. It's losing popularity. And to think of that Kanu Maze, it's been the longest party and they can't even get a governor, Mazawezi Patasji, even at least over five governors. It's quite sad. You know, look at even how UDA just swept uh, Rift Valley. Uh, to be honest, Gideon Moy should just hand over the leadership to somebody else. Probably even um, Sekama Nixalat. I'm not really a guy for Kanu, but Kanu needs like some sort of rebranding, some sort of aggressive identity on the ground. Something that actually relates uh, with the youth, because the youth are the majority in the country. Uh, a party that speaks the language of the youth. And uh, to be quite honest, Gideon isn't offering that. Me thinks he's actually a dictator. You know, simply because his dad is the owner of the party. Amani Zeme was the owner of the party. So it's it's not going to grow. And, you know, when you have um, individuals within a team who feel like they can't speak their minds, Ama because of whatever reason, like you fear of being persecuted or even being kicked out of the party, then that's just stupid. Nick Salat should probably just even leave the party I joined. Kitukamata UDA. I'm sure he'd be welcome over there. Yep, so those are some of the top stories. Right now, though, I want to touch on something really interesting and funny. Unojama guys wa kendanga oche ani inakwanga story ngine. Very dramatic and uh, to be honest, it's just, it's funny. It's funny. So I've come up with a list of the 10 commandments that every Nairobian should adhere to while in the village. Number one, thou shalt not use colloquialisms. Is it to come? This Jiko is not working. Ama, this Nenio, I zimad the motto. See, we go beba the kuni. Guilty as charged. Kidamboli li bonganga ivi, but you know, these days as in, especially because you know me, my sharks is in Kisumu and in Kisi. Yeah, so, uh, Obviously, now I have to just speak like the locals. In fact, I've been raised in Kisumu almost all my life. So, really, you're never going to find me saying, oh, you know, let's just go to the Digo. Uh, speaking of which, Kisumu people, at least, you know, we're with it. West Coast. And then another one. Thou shall not ostracize your children from the neighborhood. Your children are part of the village. It doesn't matter how fancy you are in Nairobi or where as Let your children kick it with the locals. Watch our jibambe. Let them go and toughen up. Let them go and swim in the lake or whatever. And then, thou shall put your phone down. Yeah, maze. There's so many things you can do in the village. Weke yo simuchini, ala. Number four, thou shall not dent that hired gari. Check yo moti umehaya ukendana yo home. Please usia ribu. Yeah. Because I know there are people who are going to go and party. Ukwevo deep in the village. Amu na daikuenda kupatiata please. Stop misusing it, man. Number five. 
Thou shalt not request your cousin's CV even if you don't really <laughs> if you don't really want it tafadhali wacha kumenjoy manzea ni you know wacha kusema you know can i have your CV so i can go with it to kwevo Nairobi you know get you something i know people here and there wacha kudanganya my guys you know just don't lie don't lie you know there's no job you're going to offer your cousins or your relatives from the village thou shalt number six. thou shalt join in the family chores there is no way you're going to be in bed at 10 in the morning while everyone mazeuko ocha wako busy my guys wanachinja makuku wanaocha vyombo kuna wase wamendo huko hivyo kutafuta sijui mavitu kwa market you still sleeping na get your lazy ass up at bed and be busy number seven, thou shall not dress down now this is a different one eh? when you're deep in the village tafadhali huko hivyo sijui kisiani nikisumu ama isiolo or whatever wacha kujifanya sasa unavaa kama local unadunga ka uko down yani you know you still listen be yourself usiogope maze be yourself yeah, and if you have even extra clothes to share those dope ones but yana man number eight, eh thou shall not grumble eh wacha kukomplain vile chakula inafanana mimi ama vile na taste oh you know i don't really like porridge no don't do that just drink that porridge there's nothing perfect to go home Wacha kukasa out oh you know I wish I was still in Nairobi sijui nini nini come on stop acting like a child and get with it do what the locals are doing maze you either put up with it or you pack your bags and leave number nine, thou shall not raid the farm <laughs> this is now in fact probably the most sacred commandment you know ukienda ocha calculate first of all what you brought home compared to what you wish to take out of it ama niseme what you wish to take out of the farm ukenda ukenda home usiende huko sasa unadai kubeba makuku zote eh umeenda pale umazo umeenda kwa shamba unadai ku harvest kila kitu kumbuka bado kuna wase wanaishi huko home yes it's actually a village a village is a, a social setting with many people so stop raiding their farm taking everything and anything and finally thou shalt spread some cash around listen When you're going there, remember to share the bit of money that you have. Ukienda maze pale kwa changa den kukunywa, ukienda kwa bar, ukienda shopping center, tafadhali maze share the money that you have because you know very well that in most cases wase ukweva wananga dovi, even if they have like you know mashamba manini but liquid inakuanga kiasi. So please share your money. Share your money. You know your younger cousin maze who idols a lot ukweva kwa market without anything to do because he doesn't have money. Please eh but you some cash don't be mean eh? eh don't be mean be very philanthropic so listen that's pretty much what it is today give me your feedback with regards to all the conversations we've had peace and stay strong i'll see you in the next episode